Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by these great sponsors. Axon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast number 315. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. Their dealer connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work today. I have Jason Holt back here with me, and Jason is uh flying around making things happen here, uh, doing all the fun stuff over at Anvil. What's going on over there today, Jason? You know, we're really prepared for year end. We've had a, a great fourth quarter so far, working with several dealers. And, you know, the inventory piece, uh, you know, the dealers that are winning are the ones that are really managing their inventory well. And it's really becoming apparent. So i uh, really happy to talk to you today about some of the things we've got going and share. We've got a guest on here as well. We invited one of our customers right to on. join us and share some of his experience and, and uh going on five years with us, uh, doing different sales activities. So we've got brought Jason Nickel on, Interior Region Sales Manager for Prairie Coast Equipment, which is up in British Columbia, Canada. And uh, I'd like to hear from him about some of what he's got going on up there for his sales team. And the application he's gonna, we're going to be talking about is what we call Sales Pipeline. And it's our Visual Pipeline Manager. And it's how we bring um, you know some order to the chaos, as you talked about right there at the beginning. So that's what we're looking forward to today. Pipelines. They're not important. No one needs a pipeline. (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Revenue. (laughs) Mr. Nickel, how are you doing today, sir? Guys, hey, thanks. Uh, Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm glad to have you on, man. This is exciting stuff. I love talking to dealers about dealer stuff. So this is going to be, this is going to be, uh, a nerd session for for me. And, and so man, looking forward to this, looking forward to this, man. Okay. So pipeline. I'm, I work with my guys quite a bit on pipeline strength, pipeline building, pipeline um, accountability, um, where are you at on deals, how do you track in those deals, all those kind of things. Um, <clears throat> I guess talk about that a little bit. How, how's your team use that, and and uh, how do you, how do you use that as a manager managing those teams? Yeah, thanks for the question, Casey. It's uh, pipelines. The key word is that pipeline. Everybody hears it all. Blah, blah, blah. But it's very important, I think, with any business nowadays, 
um, trying to make things easier for their sales team and their team, whatever they're uh, they're trying to establish the pipeline with. So teaming up with Jason Holt and Anvil here a few years ago, we've created this pipeline for that main reason, just to make it easier for our salespeople and myself to help them uh, as we call forge ahead with each deal that they start with a new one. Yep. So one of my favorite movies um, is, is Moneyball and not because of baseball. I'm not, I'm hardly a baseball fan, Um, but the whole point of that movie is, is how they use data to, you know, go out and win more games and all that kind of stuff. And I love data and everything that comes along with that. And cause you can glean so much from that. And there's a there's a scene in the movie where I made my sales guys watch this and they begrudgingly, you know, entertained me for a minute as they did that. But but there's a scene in there where they're sitting down with all the scouts and they're going through this and and they need to take Jason Giambi and some other people and and uh, figure out how they're going to get so many RBIs and so many hits and this, that, and the other thing. And they start going through the data thing and and uh, uh, Jonah Hill's character is talking about what it is that they're doing and they end up taking, um, you know, so many players to get to the, that have a, a lesser batting average to get to this one guy's batting average. So they get the same thing. And I, I equated that back to my guys is that all we care about is getting on base. That's all we need to do. Get on base, get on base, get on base. And I look at getting on base as every appraisal that you go out and do for a used piece of equipment, trade in that's getting on base. And sooner or later, you're going to have enough base hits. You're going to get all the way around. You're going to score a run, sell some. So when you're, uh, when you're looking at your guys and, and, and using this this um, pipeline manager that you've got here, and h- how are you how you having that conversation about you know getting on base? How you having that conversation of keeping that pipeline full? And, and what's that mean? And what's that look like to your organization? One of my favorite movies as well, Moneyball. So in relating to that, uh, their uh, how they get a guy on first base is, is we um, we break out our industry and our AOR and the mm-hmm. total industry dollars that are that are happening in um in within our aors so the pipeline has helped us break that out um for each of our salespeople working within that aor to show us by generating a new quote the volume then every quote moving towards more volume more sales leads to um allow us to target and capture more of the AOR and even increase the AOR activity. Mm-hmm. So from both sides, they're helping us and the managers are helping them um, by outlining what is out there and then them capturing it and starting it for us to help them move it along. Yeah. I think second. Jason, one of the other things for you to think about there is the visibility. Yeah. Um, you know, Moneyball is a great example there without the stats, they wouldn't have been able to have that conversation. And what the pipeline is doing, as you said, it's breaking it out, but it's also showing you, you're able to just one click see what deals are there, whose they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes a long way as well as having that visibility to the, to the pipeline. Yeah. So, yeah, like uh, I was mentioned, the important thing is the close date. So it could happen eight months from now. So they're able to select that, that uh, will manually and then automatically put that in there in a task one to remember that this is a closed date, but the other important one within the pipeline is the forage ahead. So that's the next step in the deal. So after they have that conversation and we can, uh, we can help them with orders, stuff that's already on order, convert them to retail. And then uh, 
just really strengthen the communication between the salesperson and, and the customer, which I've really seen huge improvement in the last year plus um, with, with our sales staff and our customers. Yep. And that feedback is important because as you're doing that, as you've got deals and you're juggling them, keeping that organized, just seeing what you have in there and what you, where you're at with it and being able to you know, get back up to speed on it real fast and have that conversation and not lose it not lose track of it and realize a week later you haven't contacted that customer back uh, goes a long way and separates you from your competition. Yeah. You know, when it gets hit out to the outfield, there's always that chance you're going to drop the ball, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Once yeah. you got on base and you're, you don't, uh, you don't want to forget about it or drop it for sure. That's uh, for sure. Yeah. So one thing about one quote. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jason. Yeah. One thing I share that uh, Jason talks about before is, uh, just that whole visibility of knowing how many how many deals you've got right now. There's a lot of folks who can't answer that that question at all, yep. and it changes that conversation with your salesperson from "What are you working on?" right, the typical sales manager first question, to "I already know what you're working on. Let's talk about this one, this one, and this one," because I see this one needs some help. And and Jason, your quote back from when we were first working on this was really has turned you into a coach because you can do that, add value instead of being an admin who's just kind of bouncing things back and forth yeah and, it, and, and it's allowed the uh our sales our sales team our sales staff members to be more of an account manager they they manage they manage what they started and managers you know we 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 do what we can to help them secure the unit that's on order to a retail get it to the sold on order column or or, or assist to get it to the sold column and so they can move on to the next one too, right? So I think it's a it's, it's benefited both parties on my team anyway, for sure. So one thing I like about pipelines too is I'm I'm really big on expediting the washout cycle as fast as possible, right? <laughs> I want to go from selling a new piece to the first trade all the way to the complete washout. If I could do that in one day, that would be amazing. But it, you, you, it's just it's a struggle. Um, in organizations to do that, especially I think in bigger organizations too, as you start looking at the magnitude of equipment that comes across there. But the one beautiful thing about a pipeline is that if, you, if you're doing your pipeline correctly, you should be able to look and see when I take this piece in on trade, I know who the next people are going to go. I don't have uh, a digital version of this yet, but I've got, a, uh, I've got a giant whiteboard that's a magnetic whiteboard with little strips of people's names on it of here's, here's the trades that are coming. And then we start on these little magnetic ships, start writing other people's names on that, where they're going to go, who we're going to take them to. And lo and behold, it, it makes a plan. I know it's crazy to think like that. If you, if you draw those things out, how well that plan comes together. When you're looking at your washout cycle, since you started using this pipeline manager, how, how has that affected your washout cycle? And, and are, have you seen a movement in your turn that you, that you didn't previously see before you had it? Yeah. Yeah, great question. And absolutely. And I got I to have a few examples of that. You know, part of my job is uh, increase, increase equipment turns, right? Um, the more you turn equipment turns, obviously, it's the better job everyone's doing, um, not only for your, your dealer, your branch, your company, but your manufacturers as well, right? So um, I had an example of uh, um, a sales guy that worked for me for for a while and he's he was a notebook guy and 
every time he, he would take great notes, he'd write it down, turn the page, write down, turn the page, write down, turn the page. Well, the third page back never never got followed through, right? Always moving forward, never really going back, which, you know, part of this pipeline that uh, Anvil, Jason, and his team helped us establish has really helped that individual um, remember just those things, right? And it's right. just a nice little email. I haven't forgotten about you. We just had this come in. Um, it's going through a shop. Once it's ready, I'd like to present it to you. And, and a lot of times, he already has it pre-sold. So it's uh, it's great to see how much that's helped that person succeed. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's uh... The more times you turn it, it's the easiest way to generate cash in your business. You know what I mean? Just keep that, keep that money flowing and keep that, that, that next asset moving, especially if you start looking at, I mean, I remember when I first started in this business, it was, if you had 25 million in inventory as a whole, you were doing, doing okay. Now you might have 25 million in just one category. So, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a big deal to to really pay attention and know what you're going to do with that, with that. But the one is going to flow through the system. Yeah. You know, Jason, I remember one thing when we got started, um, how we're, we're automatically emailing that trades created yesterday. So as new stock units come in and trades get there, everyone gets that report every day in their inbox automatically. So there's no effort at all to sharing and communicating what's new. And I remember the quote early on, I think it was the Prairie region, but they said, they noticed the coffee talk in the morning or the water cooler talk was different once they started getting that because the sales team would get together and say, Hey, Charlie, I saw that you had a deal going with a, with a, you know, a certain trade in and and tell me about that. You know, I want to move it through. And uh, you still seeing that Jason? Oh yeah. We just did one this week. Just did this one this week, a uh, tractor coming into the peace region that a customer in, in our region needs and uh yeah. before anybody else even knows what's going on it's already done <laughs> so yeah. yeah it impresses uh it helps everybody right it helps the branch bringing it in it, it helps the customer that needs it and it's uh it's helping the company and yeah and that's uh that's our main goal is to keep that rolling so, yeah. so it's not it's not like anybody was hiding it before but it was just hard to communicate that across you know 20 30 40 salespeople. And now with the automation, it just it becomes easy. Uh, just everybody sees it and can scan it without without anybody having to talk about it. And you know, and I think that's that's a, a key thing um, for your staff in your company is try to make things easier for your staff to do do their jobs or um, make their days more pleasant. And and I and I know it's a new thing, and I know it's a it's a new system, and I know there's going to be um some challenges and i know there's going to be um some are going to pick it up quicker than others but it's uh for those that have it's really made their ease of doing business a lot easier mm-hmm. that i have found and their stress levels calmer and everything right i mean we're in a busy pace industry and you know it's uh can never happen fast enough some of the times but if if you're Actively managing your visual pipeline, you are you are truly staying ahead of it. Yep. 
That's very true. So one last one last question about about this topic here, and, and then I'll ask you a couple other hard hitting questions here on the Moving Iron Podcast. But there have be some uh, when you're looking at okay, so from an industry perspective, and this is I've been as long as I've been doing this, I've, this has kind of been my opinion of the of the industry and how we look at things. We start with the with what we're going to sell new first, and we're we're worried about that budget process and what that looks like, and then we go through that process and then we were like, okay, cool. We've got all these trade-ins now. Um, we'll worry about those when they come in though. That's we'll, we'll worry about that when it gets there from using this pipeline tool and, and using uh, with your, with your staff and, and the buy-in that you've gotten, have you become more proactively looking at your trade-ins versus reactively looking at them um, compared to what you may have done five years ago? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, and, the, and the reason being, it's uh, it's a little quicker. It's all right there. It's visible, um, and it's options for the customers. Right? right. I mean, we've all seen inflation go up a little bit. Um, it's always great to sell the new, but that's not always going to be the the outcome. So, having that option to review your customer within that pipeline to move it one with the other is has been beneficial for sure. Yeah, it's helped our used equipment sales as well. Yeah, I know, Jason. You've had some impact with the uh, some of the special program tractors as well, where you get a fleet and you have to turn them and work them through. Or, you know, you've got some unusual machines up there and some of the narrow cabs and the vineyard tractors, and as well, and having some visibility to who owns those. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. and it, and the imagine. Within the quote, you have your quote, you have your, you, you can show your the customer the photos, you can show them the service estimates we've done to it. You can, you know, we can answer all of our questions without having to drive back and then having to drive back and then prepare it. Uh, it's all, whether they want to do it through their mobile, through their iPad, through their Android system, through, through their computer. I mean, having those tools, to be successful is, I think, key key in our performance. And it's turned a lot of our, uh, I mean, I went through some old school sales training and you're either an order taker or a field marketer. And some classes that I sat in, if you were a sales guy, you definitely didn't want to be pointed out as an order taker. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and one thing, Casey, I know in some of what we've talked about and what Jason's doing there is, Having your pipeline and your CRM and your inventory together, they go through a process with their customers and what part of the, what product lines do they buy from us? What do they have a budget this year? Are they an every two year customer? Are they a forage customer? Are they a dairy customer? That's all right in their CRM as well. So Jason had a process with his team where they were working their best customers and filling out their CRM. But that's the effect of what you've got on your whiteboard is the, who are my two-year role customers? Who are people who buy sprayers? Who are my dairies? Uh, who are my commercial hay producers? Who are the vineyards? So when Jason gets a narrow cab tractor in, he can pull up the vineyards and see, well, who's a two-year cycle customer that is a vineyard? And uh, that work pays off because they're they're all connected to each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some, some guys like to run so many hours and... And that's all, and they want to they want to keep keep that uh, 
rotation, so to speak, going and, and the way things are currently are. I mean, we need to be a little further ahead than what we probably were accustomed to. And like any other manufacturer out there, uh, we've been pretty spoiled in some years past. And this has helped us move eight, 12 months further ahead of it to help the customer get that further ahead as well. Yep. Do you remember that deal you were telling me about where the where your team was just taking pictures and and keeping up what the customer's fleet was, mm-hmm. and then how you were able to turn that competitive customer around? Yeah. You know? And thanks for bringing that up, Jason, because we we really uh, we really demonstrate that to show um, how much it does make it easier for the salesperson. Like our geographic area, we could drive four hours to go see one customer right or to get to to get to that area and see 15 um so with the costs going up if we have that information in there then all of a sudden we come up with a quarterly program that we're going to go and target these i mean all we really need to do is update the hours and make sure nothing's been damaged and we have all the information we need to go to go there and close a deal So one of the biggest things about any of these systems, when you put them into place, I don't care how minor or how major it is, it is uh, trying to run a marshmallow through a granite wall. Some days it feels like it just, no matter how hard you push, it's not going anywhere, right? So, I mean, <clears throat> what what was this, I guess, when did you really feel like your team had bought into this process enough to where even the most, you know, stringent holdouts said like you know what this is worth me trying well unless you're Aaron Judge and you can get walked to the first base you still have to hit the ball that's right it's true <laughs> so, um, that's right I think, I think what I was fortunate is I uh, had a couple guys on my team uh, realized how much it helped them um, improve their sales and grow their sales and I'm not talking thousands i'm talking millions mm-hmm. and when you get a couple guys like that or a couple people like that on your team that takes some um way up the ladder in uh, volume i think other ones go hey how did you do that and they just have a quick conversation and i allowed that for one salesperson to talk to a few other salesperson to help them do what he was doing and give it a try. Right. So, and I think the biggest thing for me was I really had to figure it out and lead the way as well. And if, uh, um, if, if I'm doing it, then, then it's more funner and we do it together and, and Anvil helped us a lot tweak some things and make it easier. And we actually started with three, four things to move it all into one for them and a lot of that did come from a couple of the guys that uh brought it to me and then i brought it to jason and and we made it work for them so yeah i I remember jason when we launched it you had that comment where you challenged them yeah to give me a week you know do it for a week and yeah i don't know what what were you doing like you, you remember that yeah, we were doing some rewards. I mean, you know, the guy that logs the most calls or uh, has the uh, enters the most customer data, the strength in our database, um, increases their customer quality control, just little contests and um, try to raise, raise the level, right? Raise the bar. And then how much time do you think a team member or a salesperson spends on their 
visual pipeline board a day or, or a week? Is it? Uh... Well, now uh, the, the guys uh, here, it's open all the time. They're, uh, okay. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm constantly like, what I like about it is you can take a window snip and, you know, so yeah, I could see, uh, I can see a lot of stuff in negotiation. Let me know how I can help you move yeah. this or do that. Right. Uh, you know, everybody, yeah. I understand everybody gets busy and calls keep coming in and keeping it up, but you know, my role is to support them and, um, I have a job to do too. And when I see that there, I mean, I need to engage and see what I can do to help, help them help us. Yeah. Yeah. One of your best ideas, one of your ideas that his team brought to the table was a, a little pop-up hover. So um, one of the four bits that he talked about there is the forge ahead. So it's a little play on the word anvil, but it's not focusing on what you've done, but focusing on what you got to do next. So as you're trying to juggle 15, 20 deals, you capture what do I got to do next? I got to do an evaluation. I got to deliver a quote or I got to get the signed PO. And then you can just hover and it'll show you that, that note. It'll show you whatever you captured that you to remind yourself just very quickly, you know, five, 10 minutes a day, just looking at it. Oh, my next deal was I was going to do this. Yeah. And um, re- reminding yourself and then Jason can see it as well. So if it's like a forage chopper deal and you know, you need some money or you got to, you're negotiating the trade value. Uh, you can see that right on the deal without having to click in or move around or do anything at all. So, yeah. and it, and it, you know, I think I think everybody that's that's in sales is competitive and they want to know the score and and which what I have found right. So if you let them know, um, like this is a total AOR and we have three guys doing you know ag sales and that AOR and you've got your strengths and experience and stuff. So you break it out. And so we develop home home pages for each sales guy. So their total sales volume is on their home page and their past uh, year sales. So they can see if they're trending and what's happening. And so to your point, Jason, yeah, when they set a forage ahead task within the pipeline, it automatically carries that task to the date they set to come up on their home page. So when they start with their homepage, they see their tasks today and they says, oh, yeah, I've got to get back to this customer regarding this tracker that's moved up in the system. And, and then the, it, it uh, moves them to act on it, to keep moving it. So it's the accountability. Yeah, if there's any dealers out there that's, you know, a lot of, a lot of times they think it's micromanaging, but I don't, the more you sell the more you should uh, reward yourself by doing it. So if you forward your head a task, remind you to talk to someone about a deal you're working with on and you close the deal. Well, the reward's there. <laughs> For yes. sure. Speaking of that homepage, I remember what you were talking about up front was you used to make those in Excel. You used to go pull it together and you would spend hours putting those together and then emailing them out to the team and telling them where they're at on their scorecard. and. And that became your homepage, which is just automated every morning now. So you've gained, uh, you know, hours a month back or hours a quarter back of just not having to send spreadsheets around. Oh, in time consuming more for them, right? Like uh, um, go through each thing. And then now it's, they have it, I have it. Um, there's no emailing back and forth as much. There's no phone callings back and forth. I mean, we don't eliminate talking and, and helping each other, but 
probably cut that load off in over 50%. So we have more time selling, talking with customers, strengthening the data, moving the pipeline to sold. That's what it's all about. All the things that don't matter, right, Jason? Yeah. <laughs> not, not talking to me, wondering why uh, this thing is still here or there, right? Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I think the next kind of real question here, too, is so I'm listening to this right now, and I'm a guy, and now oh, I, yeah, whatever. High performers are always the ones that they go pick up a new tool and they're going to just be the high performer still. The two guys you were talking about there that came up the ladder, were they the highest performers on, on your team? Yes. Um, the very first year we, we, we got this tweaked, um, he, he was right there at the top. And mm -hmm. then last year I had another uh, top performer that really applied a lot of time and effort into uh, his customers, his customer quality, his pipeline, his data, emailing, logging, just very proud of what he accomplished last year. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah, so that's why I know it's working. Mm -hmm. That's why I know I, I'm a believer in it myself is when I see, I see them doing it and I see them getting to the top. Yeah. Yeah, because he was middle of the road, I believe, as he got started into this. Yeah. I mean, it's a rope, right? I mean, you get busier, you, you get uh, customers get a little more anxious a little more wanting you know they're it's tough for them right i mean it's not as easy for them as it used to be either so their planning needs help with planning and um when you're on that rope you can either slide or you can climb yeah it's only one two ways to go <laughs> <laughs> so he decided to climb <laughs> yeah. so i think i think the 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 key factor here when you start looking at pipeline development and how your pipeline pays off for your customer or for your salespeople is that I'll never be able to do X because I don't have, you know, salesman A's customers. If I had salesman A's customers, oh man, I'd be the biggest, most, I'd be the richest guy in the company. And I, I think um, when you start talking to guys and really walking through how to develop a pipeline and what that looks like, all of a sudden you start shining lights on, well, I, this guy, no one's called on this guy for a while. You know, or no one's calling this guy for a while. You haven't done that. And there's always a reason, you know, I know oh, he's a, whatever, you know, he only buys X and, you know, he only comes over, you know, he, all he wants to buy is, is, uh, you know, New Holland stuff. Like, well, he's got a New Holland, a John Deere and a, and a Fent all in the same yard. I don't think he's only going to do this or only going to do that. There's a lot of assumptions that get baked into to customers perception, I think from sales guys a little bit. How has this changed that mentality with your sales guys? Um, I, I think uh, what I know is if you have a customer <clears throat> that's uh, not doing really much business with you, I mean, it's it's something that you're either driving by them, you're not stopping in, you're not you're not uh, actively engaging to help both of us, right? So. I mean, and, and the, it's a communication key. And like I, I work with this team and I'm saying, hey, you know what? Some, we set uh, every one of our customer accounts has a call frequency, things that we can set, right? Some are monthly, some are quarterly, sure. some are semi-annually. Um, you know, someone that comes in that just buys a consumer Ryan lawnmower, that could, that's obviously a semi-annual customer and one that we're doing business with 
ponds like a dairy farmer or cash crop is that's a monthly thing right where we're we're in with uh technology with an operation center i mean we're there monthly but i think the key of it is communication and and the important thing sometimes is you know we all want to sell but sometimes it's just a conversation on how things are going how's the kids doing in school how's uh how's the son doing at hockey this year that's what's going to strengthen strengthen uh that customer to that quarterly conversation and get them into a monthly conversation and i i think we see a lot of that sometimes get forgotten and this has allowed some guys to uh just make that call or just send that email how are things going yeah yeah you know you you nailed it though casey that some folks can just sell ice to an eskimo and they don't need any help and but for the majority of us there's a there's a process there's a there's a way of doing it there's a you know sales sales pipeline 101 is out there and it's everything that you guys just talked about but helping do it the same way having the tools that help um you think about how you use your phone day in and day out and it's just how technology can take a you know a solid technique which is what sales is but just allow you to repeat it time after time and going back to Moneyball, that's exactly what they're doing there to get on base again. Mm-hmm. It's swing mechanics. It's it's uh, pitching machines. It's how do you, you know, doing tape. It's just the it's doing the basics. It's the blocking and tackling. But by with technology, you can just do that consistently, do that reliably, get back to your customers, have the relationships that Jason just talked about, and take somebody who is a who is a good salesperson and turn them great and. Jason's got those examples on his team of, of that, taking a good one and just making them great. And I think what else is important too, those guys that are, you know, well-established seasoned salespeople that have had a strong trap line for 20, 30 plus years. Uh, we don't want them walking out the door and then it's all gone with the cell phone they've had or that notebook. I mean, Companies uh, to be sustainable, they have to. That information is theirs, and we've got to work with them to, to leave to leave that with us, yeah, right? Cool. And and thank them for everything they've done. But you give, you get, and it, the ship's still got to go on, right? So I think that's uh, it's important, and the, it's the most important is to the customer, right? Because they're going to keep going, right? Yeah, or their son, or their daughter, or their grandchild. So that's the other thing too. Is if you know, if uh, salesman A retires and he goes off and moves to Arizona or whatever, all that information goes with him. And next guy coming in, even though he's left on good terms and everything's fine, it's you're kind of starting over a square on with that customer. I mean, the the company kind of knows what that relationship is and what how things kind of work and those kind of things. I mean. You've got 85% of the information, but the other 15% of the information that you're missing, that's really the important information that you need to know. And, and you know, building that that customer profile and what that looks like and how those things all flow together, you know, it it's bigger than how many cows you have and it's bigger than, you know, those kind of things. But it's just yeah. a bigger thing. All that information, you know, is just a small little nugget in, in all of that, all that information as it flows together. <clears throat> so keeping that, keeping it all in one place where not only me as a sales guy can see it, but 
my manager can see it and my marketing people can see it. And, you know, my, even, even to some extent, even, even if, if you really need to understand some stuff, I mean, you start looking at all the functions and facets of the company. We start looking at parts and service and how all those things playing together. Now, all of a sudden, and the guy shows up, I need a water pump for XYZ machine. Oh, well, there's a serial number break. I can't imagine how many parts out there have serial number breaks in them because it seems like every one exactly. of them. And you go pull that machine up and it's sitting right there and you can look at it and you can come across and go get the right water pump the first time and or order the right one the first time, whatever the situation is. All those things make a huge difference in the customer satisfaction of doing business at at, at your dealership. Right. Well, I know uh it's not a tool that some people might think, oh, they just want to know where I'm at today and think I'm not right. doing the job. And no, it's allowing you some freedom and some space to be out there. And if a customer comes in, we can all help. Right. Right. And We've got examples of yeah. it's not even just salespeople moving on. It's the I saw there's a work order on the combine. Why don't I go try to trade him out of it? Mm-hmm. You know, and seeing that visibility or the mm-hmm. CSR is seeing who called the call center. And having those types of relationships there as well. So it's not only preserving the information for the next salesperson, it's leveraging just what the dealership knows. I like to say, just imagine if you knew what you already knew. The collective knowledge within the dealership, yeah. having that all coalesce together is, is, is powerful. Very much. Very much. All right. So now you've got this, the system here and, and you're really measuring what's going on there. How, how are you going to measure the success of a sales guy, right? It's not, it's not margin. I mean, obviously margin percent, those kind of things are going to come into place, but it's not total margin dollars because not, not all territories are created equal, right? You don't have the same opportunities in every territory, but I mean, as you're looking through that, how, how are you using this to measure your success, your sales guys? Just with growth, right? And yeah. growth is, uh, can be, you know, are you, are you, um, gaining more accounts? Are you, right. are you, um, Cover more of the areas, more business coming our way, or are we? It allows us to focus on. We do we order more of this? Do we order less of that? Uh, do we need more this model versus that model? It helps us plan ahead the way the industry's kind of trending based on how the customers are either expanding or needing more horsepower, maybe they need less tractors. Um, so growth, I think, would be the key word there, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I, don't, I don't think there's a company out there that doesn't want to grow. So in our industry, it's uh, our growth is by customers. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. And then probably lastly is there's a lot of different tools and levers you can pull on this but what what's the what's your most favorite part of the system mm-hmm. <clears throat> some, there's some great things i think it's just um what i like the most about it it is allows the team to do their to do what it is we're asking them to do a lot easier um you know, you don't you don't necessarily have to put in fourteen hours a day. You uh, you you manage your time and you manage your accounts, and it's a live system. You don't have to be at a desk. You don't have to be at a computer. You can be. You can do it with your iPhone. Um, it's pretty good. It's uh, 
it's pretty good. So if you know you need to pick your kids up at school or you uh, need to go to the Christmas concert, uh, you're 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 there, right? So it's it's allowing us to move the technology and the speed of it, and uh, without tying hands. Yeah, I'm going to answer that as well, just from working with them. It's just really rewarding to see the difference in their sales meetings and the meetings yeah. to the bosses and the managers and such, where, you know, you started out almost, um, you know, admin type focus and then being able to move now. Now we're talking about who's the next deal and how do we take care of this person? And, you know, you're up 20% year over year and you're having those types of conversations because it's visible. So you're not getting 20 people in a room and filling out a spreadsheet anymore. And, and, uh, meetings with the bosses. Here's my forecast. I know what it's going to be. Uh, so it's just having a, taking some of that robot stuff away and just feeling it, like you said, tied to a desk. That's all gone now from the way you're, way you've been describing it to us. So that's cool. That's fun to watch. Yeah. And, it, and, and speeds it up. It, and yeah. Mostly for the customer. They know, they know where it's at and they have an answer. Yep. Yeah. Go ask six people for it. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I, better be, I better be careful. I might not uh, have a position because <laughs> <laughs> automate your way out of a job, huh? <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what? That's that's technology, and mm-hmm. it should be made easier for everyone to do things. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Jason, any final, Jason told, do you have any final thoughts? No, just thank you, Jason, for sharing your insight here. And, you know, you've come a long way and I don't think you'd want to go back, um, to the way it was. No, 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 no. I'm actually looking forward to moving, uh, forward. I know we have some things, uh, in the anvil pipeline where we're going to be moving yep. forward to order the cash and service requests, which is just going to make it easier for other departments. Um, yeah, and uh, so I'm really excited about that, Jason. Yeah, which I just want to highlight that to everyone, all all of your listeners there, Casey, as well as um, we're continuing to work with our customers and and grow over time. That's a secret to adoption. Not trying to just do everything at once, but continual improvement, continual growth into that. You know, there's the old saying, "When's the best time to plant a tree?" Well, it was actually 20 years ago, but if you can't do it then, let's do it today. Mm-hmm. And that's my uh, request for any of you. If you feel like you want to get to this point as well, you know, reach us at uh, sales at anvilappworks.com or, or reach out on any of the social. And uh, we'd be happy to talk with you as well. But we're, we are a partner with Prairie Coast and Jason, and we're proud of that. And we want to um, continue that type of growth. And if that's interesting to you, we'd love to talk to you with you about it. Awesome. And, uh, Jason Nickel, if you want to reach out to you, what's the best way to do that? Uh, my email is uh, jnickel, J-N-I-C-H-O-L at pce.ca. P-C-A. P-C-E dot dot C-A. C-A, right? Okay. Right on. Okay. Well, fellas, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Thanks for pleasure. having me today. It was a pleasure. Uh, pleasure. I, I really enjoyed doing this, guys. Thank you very much. Right Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate it.
been a, it's been a fun conversation. So we'll uh, we'll do it again sometime. So with that, all right. Well, I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. Check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. Go to Moving Iron uh, Podcast on LinkedIn and check out the video version of this on the Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel, which is cleverly named YouTube <laughs> version of that. It's just Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel. <laughs> check that out. So any everything Moving Iron related, go to movingironllc.com. So with that, with uh, Jason and Jason, I'm Casey. Let's go move some iron, folks. Exxon started out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. Imagine having 100 years of tire and wheel knowledge in your back pocket the next time you sell a piece of ag equipment. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Valley Transportation has been hauling ag and construction equipment across the country for the past 33 years. Call Parker at 800-657-4910 for all your trucking needs. At Valley Transportation, our goal is to help you reach yours. No matter how you buy your ag equipment, whether it's from a dealer, an auction, or a private party, AgDirect can help you finance it. You can even apply online at agdirect.com. Learn more about your financing options at agdirect.com. TractorZoom has access to over $20 billion in heavy equipment sales data. TractorZoom's Iron Comps is the industry's trusted solution for transparent equipment values and auctionable pricing insights. This podcast is brought to you by Anvil AppWorks. The Dealer Connect CRMI app with integrated inventory management is an affordable Salesforce-based solution for your dealership. Create connected customer experience and transform how you work. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving higher time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving higher.